0: This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Well, With the 2022 federal election behind us and the Labor Party forming government, will the new financial year see a new agenda for the financial advice sector? Hello and welcome to this week's Techno podcast. I'm Brian Ashenden and I have the pleasure of leading the BT Technical Services team a group of qualified individuals who are available to assist you with any advice, technical and strategy-related queries as you plan recommendations for your clients. Now, in this week's podcast, I'll look at what changes were announced during the election process, what remained outstanding pre-election, and what else could be in store from the 1st of July 2022 and beyond. So let's start with the first announcement, many months before the election was even called which was a promise by the Labor Party to look at implementing changes to the professional standard education requirements for existing advisors. Now, Labor announced that they would look to implement an experience pathway for those advisors with at least 10 years of experience and an unblemished record. Now, as these professional standards are implemented via legislative instruments, we don't technically have to wait for federal parliament to resume and changes to be debated and implemented via legislation. Indeed, we understand that Treasury has already been instructed to start drafting up the required documentation to implement these changes. What remains to be seen, however, is exactly how this will be implemented and what, if any, requirements still need to be met. When soon after the Labor announcement, the Coalition made a similar announcement and launched a consultation process and it was stated that completion of an ethics subject would still have been a requirement. Now, despite this, From many sectors of the market, there was opposition to the experience pathway, whether it be due to how do you define the appropriate level of experience. For example, you know, why is 10 years better than nine years and 364 days worth of experience? And whether it would be a fair approach to change the rules after so many had already committed to and completed additional studies. And whether it would detract from the journey to professionalism in the eyes of the consumer. Another announcement and one that would be widely welcomed was the Labor announcement that they would work to allow financial planners to access client information via the MyGov website. Now with MyGov recording important client information such as transfer balance account status, this is crucial to effective financial planning strategies, allowing advisors to access information with the client's permission of course, can only add uh, to the correct quality advice being provided. Now, also originally announced by the Coalition during the election campaign, but swiftly matched by Labor, was an extension of the downsizer contribution to persons 55 and older, um, although this is currently legislated to reduce to persons 60 and older from the 1st of July 2022, and an extension of the exemption period from the asset test from the sale of property for downsizer contributions from one year to two years. Now, of course, we still have to wait and see legislation for these additional changes to come through. The Labor has also announced that it will reinvigorate a previous policy position to legislate an objective of super, to ensure people have a dignified retirement and to ensure that future policy settings take this objective into account. Now, the final form of this objective will no doubt be subject to significant consultation, as there had been differing views in the past on what it should actually say. And it'll be interesting to see if Labor also looks to try and form its Council of Super Custodians to help formulate what future changes to super could or should look like. The Australian Labor Party announced it will freeze the age pension deeming rates until 2024. And with cost of living pressures continuing to increase, this change would be welcomed by many. But one would probably also have to wonder that in an environment of rising interest rates, what sort of impact could be felt when the freeze is removed in the future. And perhaps a softening of sorts, it has been announced that the government will await the outcomes of the quality of advice review before committing to a position on conflicted remuneration in life insurance. Previous comments from the Labor Party whilst in opposition were that they were considering banning life insurance commissions completely, but we have obviously now seen a softening of that approach. And no doubt the outcomes from the quality of advice review will have some bearing on future policy settings. But with that review not due to report until December of this year, it may still be some time before any significant changes are made to facilitate more accessible and affordable quality advice solutions for clients. Now, whilst Labor has been elected into government, there there were still some announcements from the previous government that Labor had supported, or at least hadn't officially opposed, that may also come through in the new financial year. However, with a current focus on the cost of living issues from high inflation and rising interest rates, these other changes um, may not have a high current focus for the new government. Now, those previous announcements included changes to the residency rule requirements for self-managed superannuation funds, uh, allowing for the full commutation of legacy income streams, particularly in the self-managed super fund environment, the implementation of a compensation scheme of last resort and those previously mooted changes to the financial planners and advisors code of ethics. And, and in particular here, uh, standard three in the changed wording regarding conflicts of interest. So there is certainly a potential for a lot of change over the next six or so months and, and even beyond. But what remains to be seen is the prioritisation of these many announcements. We haven't yet seen a calendar released by the government about the sitting dates going forward. So at this stage, we still have uncertainty as to when any any of these election or pre-election announcements uh, will actually be implemented. Now remember, if you do have any questions on these or other advice strategy questions for your clients, you can call our BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901, or you can email the team at technical at btfinancialgroup.com. And you can also join us for our regular fortnightly BT Academy webinar series, where we will discuss all things technical and regulatory in the financial advice space. Our next session is scheduled for midday, Wednesday, the 22nd of June, 2022. When, similar to this podcast, I'll be presenting on keeping up with the Stephen Joneses and looking at what has actually been proposed by the new Labor government and what other things remain outstanding. To register for that session or to view any of our previous webinars, which are all available on demand, head to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and follow the links to the BT Academy webinar series. And all our webinars also qualify for CPD points. Until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory, and industry news. This podcast has been developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations, or needs.